It is Sunday, October 1st, 2023, and this is the first day of Blade Month right here on Enter the Batcave. I am your host, Matthew Varus, and as of this recording, I'm recording this at 7.02, and we're kicking off Blade Month with Tomb of Dracula issue number 12, Night of the Screaming House. Yep, so without further ado, let's get right into it. The Tomb of Dracula, Night of the Screaming House, written by Marv Wolfman, artist Gene Cullen, and anchor Tom Palmer. First, Elizabeth Langley screamed as sharpened claws ripped at her through the murky London mist. Then, she ran, falling on cobbled back streets as the hideous mocking laugh echoed through her. Finally, she fell as claws became hands and Bat became Dracula, Prince of Hell. You've caught your prey, devil, but you'll not kill her. Do you hear me? Harker, you dare interfere with Dracula. Then you shall die first. For Elizabeth Langley, the nightmare is over as she runs screaming from this mad alleyway. For in time, if she is lucky, she will forget what happened here. That may be your wish, Dracula, but it's one you'll never realize. Rachel Van Helsing, so you are here. Good, very good. But for the others, this is a nightmare which never ends. Now I may begin the task at hand. Once I let that foolish shaft of yours fly harmlessly through me. How many times have I shown you, woman, this woman? weapon is meaningless to one who can become as the mist itself. But since you seem too thick to learn, I'll take it from you. What? Ah, you are silent or fight to protect you, Van Helsing, but it shall do no good. For all his vaunted strength he cannot defeat Dracula. Who can alter himself into the Midnight Scaravenger and fly, fly? Taj, let go! Yet Taj holds ever tighter as the bat climbs higher into the fog. Shroded night 
Frank! Taj, you Indian fool, drop. But the silent guardian does not drop. Rather, it is the lord of evil who falls beneath Taj's weight. Falls and shifts its leathery body once again. Thus, when it lands, it is no longer a raven-winged demon, but Dracula. Good. The fool concussions my fall. Now, before he revives my plan. Months ago, I attacked you as a sham, my dear. But this time, my approach is real. You shall come with me as my prisoner. No! Let, let me go! Father! Leave her alone, Dracula. Your fight is with me. My fight is with all humanity, old friend. And that includes your beautiful young daughter. Listen to me, or she dies now. That's it, ancestor mine. I've taken as many of your sticking ultimatums as I'm going to. Drong Drake, you'll take what is given. You ugh, and never, never remind me who you are. My blood boils with rage to think you are related to me. Now then, Harker, listen well. Tomorrow at midnight, you'll hear from me, telling where you shall find your daughter. Go there at once. Or you'll not see her ever again. Will be the fiend, but should any harm come to Edith, threats, it'll become you, old friend. Just do as you are told. Farewell, my would-be slayers, until the moon rises once more. <laughs> Blast! There must be something we can do. I'm with you, honey. But what? What? That lousy bloodsuckers won this round. But he'll not win the war, Mr. Drake. That I swear. I dreaded this moment since Edith was first born and her mother died. Dracula knows what she means to me. Oh, Lord, should anything happen to her? Nothing will, Quincy. We've just got to hope we find the Count before he tries anything. And we will, Quincy. We've got to believe we will. <laughs> Elsewhere, the sky begins to splinter as golden shards of lightning break through the darkling night. A night which hugs the hidden hilltop sanctum of Dracula. We are here, lovely one. The journey is done. Why did you bring me here? Please tell me why. You were brought as a cure for the others. And then, my dear, to eventually die yourself. To die as all who seek me must die. As victims of the vampire. 
I have been hounded, chased, and hunted too long by your father and his hapless bad, and I seek to end our conflict for all time. You see, lovely one, they are a nuisance, one which prevents my concentration on another task. And like the pesky flies they are, they must be swatted and made to obey me. Obey me. <laughs> the night dies slowly, and when again the moon rises, it is one cloaked in a blanket of thunderous rain. A rain not summoned by the cosmic heavens, but by one who was hell-born. This is it. I, this is it, Quincy. At least I think it is. For all I can tell through this blasted soup, we may be halfway to China. No. This is the place, Mr. Drake. There's no mistake about Look. The house is as Dracula described. Quickly now, if we are to save Edith. For a moment, there is nothing then with a sudden shattering of the dark. They see it framed against the ebony rain-swept backdrop of night. The house. The ancient men's creaking against the elements, crying to the sky to hold it sturdy for yet another night. It seems to shudder and moan, as if pleading with these four slayers of the night, tied dragons to flee, to run for safety, elsewhere, anywhere that evil does not fester. But these four either do not hear the warning, or else refuse to heed its message, for they press on, moving closer to the house men call Whispering Hell. Twenty kilometers to the south and east lies a four-story slab in a motar building, and within it dwells the vampire slayer known as Blade. Hey, what's keeping you, Saffron? We've only got half an hour for dinner. Keep your cool, honey. I'm coming. After all, I was getting dressed up all for you, Blade. Like? Something tells me half an hour's gonna be plenty of time. Mmm. You better believe it. No, Blade, don't. Have to, Seth. I'm expecting a... Blade's here. Who's Silence, fool. And listen, if you wish to find me. Follow these instructions. Go on, Fangs. I'm listening. Blade, where's the blazes you think you're going? Look, Sav, I don't like this any more than you, but I gotta be going now. Blast you, Blade! Blast you! <laughs> Closer, they run to Whispering Hell, and through the breaking of the sky, they hear the mansion's terrified moanings, and for just one heartbeat, they freeze before moving on. 
Nice place. Like the bottom of a swamp. Figures Drake would pick a place like this to hang his swing his shingles. Enough, Mr. Drake. There's nothing here to joke about. Sorry, Quincy. It's just this reject from a Karloff movie is getting to me. That and waiting I mean that and waiting for Dracula to make his Move, Frank. Move, Frank Drake. The light. Can't see. Can't see. Cover your eyes before the light burns them out. Welcome to Whispering Hell. My friends, the time is almost nigh for the games to begin. Games which shall surely lead to your deaths. <laughs> Games better play than darkness, perhaps. <laughs> as for the rules, my friends, you'll learn them as you play along. We're not here to play games, Jarkler. Where is Edith? Where are your eyes, old friend? Look. Above you on the balcony. Now, all you must do is claim her. Ha 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 Edith! Edith, it's us, Rachel and Frank. She doesn't hear us. Dracula has her hypnotized. Come on! Ugh! My foot! Blasted floorboards. Half eaten. Through. Frank, look! Then he hears it. The heavy drone of leathery wings being in the stale, stagnant air. The shrill and hiss of hungry lips, thirsty lips of a vampire bat. No! My face! They're clawing my face! Rachel! But the bats continue to pick the claws to claw to shred the once lovely unscathered face of Rachel Van Helsing. To the flaming torch held by Taj sends them scattering into the darkness. Taj rescued five years by this very same girl. Taj, who would leap into certain death for this woman named Van Helsing. Perhaps some would claim his devotion is truly love for the blonde vampire huntress. And they would be right. But it is not the love that lovers hold. Rather, it is the love one feels for the truest of friends, the most loyal of comrades. Blast! My net only holds a few of these beasts. Is there no way to stop them? Almost as if in answer to Quincy Hacker's question, the bats are abruptly halt and then flee through an open window and out into the storm-filled night while I don't yeah, I don't know what you've done to Edith, fiend but if you've harmed her in any way, I'll your overly melodramatic threats interest me not, Frank Drake, but my game has yet to begin and so, for the moment the girl must not be yours. But know this, young fool.
when you next see her, you shall also then see the face of death. <laughs> Rachel, your face. I'll be all right, Frank. But find Edith. Hurry. Suddenly, I'm very afraid for her. I want you to stay behind with Quincy, honey. Taj and I will take care of Dracula. Come on, you big lug. We've got work to do. Okay. What do we have here? Bingo. Edith's handkerchief. Tell me, old buddy. Why is it I have the feeling Drake's leading us right into a trap? And we're just letting ourselves fall blindly into it. So? We split up here, friend. At least one of us should come out of this alive. The two hunters part. Taj heading for the south corridors. Frank Drake exploring the north. Come on, Drake. You're... Teeth are shattering like a schoolgirl's braces. Shape up. The guy you after is no god. He can be stopped. He can be killed. Yeah. Ha 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 Huh? Laughter. Okay, Dracula. Wherever you are, come on out. I'm coming in. Don't make me laugh, man. What? I could hear your knees knocking all the way back to London. I mean, don't make me laugh, man. What? I could hear your knees knocking all the way back to London. Blade! I almost shot. You almost let loose your lunch, Drake. Don't try and play hero, okay? I'm here for the same reasons you are. So, tell me something. I mean, so till something better happens, by we join forces. Or would you rather play Haunted House by yourself? Your choice, Blue Eyes. You find yourself, Frank Drake, muttering, yeah, we join. Almost half convincingly as the sound of your voice drowning the almost inedible click of metal springs. Of a metal spring. A spring which snaps open a small mesh cage, and stepping almost soundishly from it, the poisonous black wider widow spider. Effortlessly, they move across the dark, rugged floor, move as if directed by another mind, another force, and they move, Frank Drake, directly towards your leg, while down the southern wing of the whispering hell, the Indian they call Taj, listening, his trained hunting ears seeking out any signs of life, and almost muffled in the moaning of the ancient manse, he sorts out the quiet, rhythmic sobbings of Edith Harker. Moron! You thought your silent stepping could take me unawares? You have thought... You thought to fool Dracula, you can sense the footsteps of the most insignificant of insects, the flutter of the most fragile of flowers. No, quite, quite one. To Dracula, no one sound remains unheard. No signs of treachery remain 
unobserved. He's down, my lovely, and he'll not be able to save you. No one can. Now, no one. Meanwhile, Drake, don't move. What? Is this some kind of... Do as I say, Drake, or you'll wind up deader in Dracula's ever been. Dig. Hit that wall and play Stone Man. Don't move a muscle. Oh. Slow, Drake. Lift your foot. Right. Now. Now. Then. Eek. Edith. From the other wing. Quickly, the two race past Cobb wet walls and creaking floors until <sighs> foolish woman I ordered you to silence now you've only doomed yourself as well as your friends hands off her drake or so help me I'll cut them off I idiot the threats of mortals mean nothing to an immortal I hold your lives in my hands Lives I can crush between my fingers with ease. Lives I shall end before this wicked night is done. Quincy, listen. He's found them. If anything happens to Frank, they may have found him, my dear. And for their sakes, Rachel, let us not try to outguess the conclusions. You have killed too many of my legions, Blade. You have hounded them, chased them, slaughtered them, when all they sought was to spread my rule to humans. It is only fitting that, as their lord and master, it is my hand which slays you, which ends your wretched existence for all time. No way, Fangs. I'm going to get you, even if it means your death blade then it certainly shall mean that. For as you apply your greatest pressure, I reshape, alter my form to that of the mist itself. And then, you knife-tossing fool, you go sprawling to your death. Man, you keep blowing it, don't you, Smiley? Guess you didn't know there was a handy... Chandelier down here to grab on. But above. Get back here, Dracula. One step closer and I swear I'll use this. Use it then, fool. But it will avail you not. I, who have withstood the tide of 500 years, shall continue to exist till time itself runs dry. While you, my weak need, descended, your time has ended now. Hey, Fangs, remember me? I hate being forgotten. Blade! Right you are, Count. You win the booby prize. A foot to wipe that smile off your damned face. Ooh. And a knife card from Ebony Wood, Fangs, like a stake. Dig it, Fangs, because like a stake, it can kill you. Kill you! 
My face! My face! Ah! The burning gash pulses red in hell, born agony, as the Lord of Darkness lashes out, tossing the powerful blade aside as a bothersome insect. Then he turns, almost frantic with the surging pain, and with blood oozing from the knife, sharp wound, he, re he runs, runs towards the open skies, towards freedom, where he can drive the pain from him. And he dives, almost hysterically, through shattered glass and frame. For a moment, he falls. Then, as he has done for more than 500 years, he shifts and streaks a night-winged form towards the glow of a beckoning moon. He's gone. But where's Edith? I was Edith. Where's my daughter? Up here, father. E Edith. Thank the Lord you're safe. Come here, please, quickly. No. Go away, father. Leave me here, I beg you. No need to worry, doctor. The fiend is gone. Frank and Taj drove him off. Father, don't you understand? He's... He's still here, though he can't be seen or felt. Father, look at me. Look at what he's done. I am a vampire, and I'm thirsting, Father. Oh, God, it's horrible. Please, leave me. Please, before I can no longer control myself. No, Edith, not you. Lord, not you. Tell me it isn't true, daughter. Each moment I thirst more. Each moment my control slips from me. I can't take the risk. I mustn't dare. If you won't leave, father, then I have no choice. You must stop me. You must. Before I kill. You must. You must. The body falls and never changes, never lifts itself from its long, deadly leap, and it lands very hard. No, Edith! No! First, my dear Sonia, my loving wife, now Edith. No, Edith. She's not dead, Quincy. Is there anything we can do? There's nothing. Nothing but the prescribed methods. Edith, I do this for you. That the curse of the damned need never be yours. Farewell. <laughs> Run from us, Dracula. Fly away. Hide in whatever damned hole you find. But this I swear. Dracula, this I swear. We'll track you down, Dracula. We'll hunt you to the ends of the earth. And when we find you, when we find you, I, I will kill you. Next, death of a vampire. And that's it. That'll do it here for today's episode 
and tomorrow, which is my brother's birthday, by the way. Yep, Monday. We will be reading Tomb of Dracula number 13, To Kill a Vampire. Hope you all enjoyed it. And also on Wisdom, Blade Sins of the Father is available on the Wisdom app. And next Sunday, I will be doing commentary on the first Blade movie on the Wisdom app. So make sure you tune in for that. And that's it. That'll do it. Thank you all so much for listening. Let me know what you think. And I'll see you all tomorrow. Till then, later, masturbators.